It's certainly weird. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Right on. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Well, Rhett, thank you so much. Hey. Of course. Hi, Rhett. Hi, Bubbers. Hi. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. Welcome to the attic. I'm so excited to be here. I am so excited to have you here um, on the Millennium Fandom up yeah. in the attic. And we're going to do a thing because you, um, you are a dungeon master. Uh, yeah. And we're talking about Dungeons and Dragons. I'm so excited. I am so excited. Um, you... Uh, I don't know what blessed me with the presence of doing <laughs> of doing a one shot. I was and, so excited. Oh, and it was and it was so much fun. And um, you know, because everybody in our group, in our uh, for those who don't know, uh, this is Rhett Rose. Um, she's a dungeon master. She's also in our Life from Lacrosse group. A uh, hmm. big fucking shocker for anybody that listens, because that seems to be about ninety five percent of the people That's I true. have on here. It's true. But um. Uh, but just about the, the, like half the group, half the group plays D and D, and they yep. all seem to play in this one campaign. It seems like, <laughs> yeah, you know? it's a big group. It's like I think eight people, which is an obnoxious amount of people. So it just our games take forever, but it's still fun. And I could see how that happens because yeah. when even when you uh, invited, you know, anytime you wanna, yeah, anytime you wanna get together, just do it. We'll just do a one shot, mm-hmm. and it'll just be a taste. You'll get mm-hmm. a, a flavor for it. And even just that, when we had four, we had four people total. Four? No, we had five. Five, yeah, five. Because yeah. you were dungeon master, and then we had four uh, characters, right? Because it was, or no, was it, it was just three? Taylor, Emily, you. Yep, and, and uh, Stephen. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so it was four. That's right, and even that yeah. was a little chaotic it gets it gets chaotic yeah yeah (laughs) and i feel like that's putting it lightly yeah but but it was super fun it was so much fun um and again i thank you Mm -hmm. so much for that and uh i hope we still once we're done here we can we're gonna talk about it because i have a really cool idea for one shot that i wrote so we're gonna oh yeah yeah perfect okay let's talk about that a little bit further down the line Mm -hmm. even on Mm -hmm. here but uh before we begin i want to ask how long have you been doing this because you you as a dungeon master like you had it down man thank you that's so nice it wasn't even me coming from the outside not knowing what to expect it was it wasn't just something to do it Mm -hmm. was a fucking experience yes it was an experience and that's what i feel like Mm -hmm. that's what i feel like really uh uh struck me so much yeah um well actually i've only been playing for i started may of last year so may of 2018 uh, i know what (laughs) yeah i started playing in may um but like well a little bit before that but it was like a one once in a while game. Okay. But I started playing consistently May of 2018. Um, I think my first game was maybe February of 2018. Oh my goodness. Um, but it was a thing. I was unemployed at the time. And so um, I had gotten into D&D through like various media, things like that. Um, and then was like, okay, when I have time slash money, mm-hmm. I'm going to go out and buy the books as I can so that I can start like building up my stuff. And then my first thing was like, okay, well, nobody wants to DM. So I guess I'll just write my own campaign having played maybe one or two games before. Oh and gosh. so that was like really, really intense. And I and like I ended up kind of having to put that game to the side because the um, like the creative energy that goes into that was way too much because I had just started a new job and all this other stuff. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, so I've only been DMing for, gee, like 
year and a half or so. Jeebus Christ. Yeah, but it's it's so fun. Like it's I always like to tell people when they ask me like what is D&D? It's collaborative storytelling. It's yeah. like one person coming in with a setting and people coming in with characters and saying yeah. this is, you know, this is how I interact with this world and it's one of my favorite things to do. I I was I was dumbfounded because, like I said, when I when when I first sat down mm-hmm. and you know you guys were all there, you you showed up a little early. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know what? I, we need to stop because oh. the way we fucking did this. I've done yeah, this for every say. show, and I fucking forgot to do it at the top of the show. Rhett, what are you drinking? So I'm drinking a spiked cider because I brought something else for you and I to drink what? as kind of a surprise. Oh no! And yeah. I just topped mine yeah. off. What is it? Oh, it is not Malort. I brought, you brought Malort. I brought tiny airplane bottles of Malort. Oh for my us. God, Jepson's Malort. Okay, oh, hang yeah. on. All right, you know what? Okay. Oh fuck! But I turned my phone off. Okay, we gotta take a picture. Yeah, we do. Of you take and a I, okay. fucking taking. This. A <laughs> I've never taken shot. one out of an airplane bottle, so this should oh be my fun. God. Okay, I'm gonna put my microphone down, and we're just yep. gonna share yours. Okay. What the. F- Fuck, <laughs> what are you doing here? Well, I went to the liquor store in Chicago and I was like, look, they have airplane bottles. I what? need them. Wait, liquor store in Chicago has Malort? Well, they, I knew that they had Malort, but it's the first time I've seen them in, in airplane bottles. <laughs> That's so cute. It's so cute. It's so cute. It's so cute. It tastes like <laughs> hell in your mouth. I know. Oh, this is going to be bad. It's going to be right. very bad. Because out of an airplane bottle is going to be nasty. Oh, I'm, I'm excited. All right. So... Here we are, viewers. Uh, this video will be up. Oh, I, that was right. All right. This video will be up later mm-hmm. on, well, actually, probably before this podcast. But, <laughs> all right. Here we go. Malort. Malort. Cheers. See, it's not bad at first, but then, but the, oh, there, there it is. Oh. Oh. Finished my. Yeah, I know you. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Just do it. Just I know. take it. I can't. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. <laughs> no, it's so bad. Oh, oh. Oh, God. Why? Oh, I mean. Because every time somebody does that, I get stronger. Oh, oh, I mean, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so glad we did that. But otherwise, I am drinking a Bon and Vive spiked seltzer. Oh, God. And I... it's a black cherry ro- rosemary flavor. Very so good. it's very delicious. Well, I'm going to wash mine down <laughs> with what I'm drinking, which is a Dr. Pepper Kraken. Uh, Dr. Kraken. Oh, fuck my dick. Oh. <laughs> Jeebus. Oh. Oh. Uh. So for anybody who's not had Malort, <laughs> it is a thing that we typically do on li- at Live from Lacrosse, uh, courtesy of Rhett. Yes. I don't think we started doing it until Rhett came into no, play. No, because I was the one who brought the first bottle up. Yeah, it tastes like at first at first shot, like when it first enters your mouth, you're just kind of like, yeah, whatever, it's no big deal. But then like seconds later, the aftertaste is just like it's fucking. It's like what you would imagine burnt rubber bands taste like in it's, gasoline. Yes. 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 Dissolved. Mm-hmm. Yes. Ugh, ugh, ugh. I apologize for the audio horribleness that has happened in the past, I don't know, five minutes. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Sorry, everybody. I I appreciate all of our listeners. Can't wait to listen to this later. Oh, my God. All right. Anyway. (laughs) Fucking hell. (laughs) Okay. We got way off track. We did. Uh, Thank you for bearing with us, everyone. So, okay. So, you've only been DMing. (laughs) 
DMing for about a year. And even before that, you've only played a few times and you decided to take on DMing and basically create your own whole world. Mm-hmm. Um, why? Because... <laughs> Cause I don't, I don't know. Like That's a lot, it man. is, it is a lot, but it was also a thing of like, I had an idea and was like, okay, well, nobody wants to run a game because it is, it's a lot of work. It's a good amount of work. Um, yeah. and it can be a little bit stressful. No, it can be pretty stressful, but, um, it was a thing of like, okay, well, if nobody wants to run a game, I will. And it's, it's a different kind of fun than being a player is, mm-hmm. but it's still a lot of fun. And I will tell you, our friends are both the best people to play with and the worst people to play with. Because my first session as a DM, our friend Jake, uh-huh. um, who you had on here for, I uh, think you were talking about like the Apollo, the program. Apollo program. Yes. Um, he like completely took the thing that I was doing and just flipped it on its head because he was playing a charismatic character who was like, I'm not going to fight these people who just stole our stuff. I'm going to convince them to give it back to us. And I was like, as a new DM who had never DM'd before, was like, okay, I guess we can do it that Aww. way. And Aww. like, you know, it's it's just me biting off more than I can chew, which is something that I do quite often. <laughs> so it's awesome. Aww. Aww. <laughs> yeah. But at least this is this is something that, that it really seems like mm. you you are able to enjoy. And, and yeah. coming from Coming from the outside again, who's who? Only my first time mm-hmm. was experiencing you as a DM. You genuinely seem to enjoy it, like. Yeah. And again, you, uh, I I can't stress enough how great <laughs> it was because again, you made it an experience. Like Good. when when um when uh how how the story went that yeah. that you set up for us. Yeah. We were all villager or uh, adventurers or whatever. Mm-hmm. We were getting message from a village that was kind of at, in the foothills of a mountain. Um, we go to this village, and then you start speaking as the village, mm-hmm. uh, whatever the, like the current or chieftain something or whatever, like that, yeah. whatever. But then you start throwing out this accent, and you're playing music from your Bluetooth speaker, <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh my god, yeah. what is happening?" Like I was just so enamored, in it, and mm-hmm. I was just like listening to everybody else and experiencing it. I'm just like, "Oh, what's what's Emily gonna do? <laughs> what's Stephen gonna do?" You know? And then Taylor's just over there, just like, "Oh." Yeah, again, I'm a being, thousand years old. Yeah, she's like she, in character, of course. She's being like, "I'm so bored in this place. It's dirty. Get the fuck out of here." It was very good. It was so funny. It was so funny. And I'm just yeah. like, "What's happening?" And then all of a sudden, like, it came to me to like do something. And I'm mm-hmm. like, "Ah, oh, ah, oh, ah!" Oh, oh. I want to hug him, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which, which I was thinking about that on the way here. But I was thinking about like, I felt like. In that moment, which I still stand behind, I think it was a good intro role of like, okay, this is something that doesn't matter. We can get him to kind of just yeah. try out rolling, yeah. adding in his stuff, see yeah. how it goes. I was sad that the hug did not succeed, Me but I too. felt that it was it was worth it for comedic value because he rolled like a 19 and you had a four. And I was like, okay. It was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. But, uh, but yeah, no, it's uh, your, your passion... It really, it really shone through, and it was, it was really awesome. It was a Thank lot of you. fun. Thank you. Um, so you've been doing this for less than two years. Yeah. All together. Yeah. And you said you kind of got turned, turned towards it, uh, from like social media like or different like different types media? of media. Different types yeah. of media. So, um, so, so where, where was kind of the turning yeah. point where you're like, oh, this is something I need to look into. Sure, sure. So when I was in college, um, 
my friends and I were really into a show called Community. And they had a couple episodes where they did like D&D games. Oh, Where cool. it was like, you know, just very, like very rules light and very like, you know, a fanciful version of the game. And sure. I was like, that's really cool. Um, and I'd heard about D&D before and it was always something that like, I didn't have connections to. I went to Catholic school like from very early on in my age to like through college and D&D back like when it first started coming out and in, mm-hmm. in like the 70s and 80s there was the big like satanic scare kind of thing of like oh if oh. you play D&D you're summoning satan yeah, you yeah. are like you know doing demonic things things like that and so yeah. um you know, it still wasn't a thing that anyone at my school did. It wasn't a thing. And as, you know, a girl growing up, I was not included in any of the nerdy things guys did. Sure. Um, and so when, so I saw that and I was like, oh, that seems really cool. But also not something that I was like, I'm going to reach out and find that because I didn't even know where to start. Okay. And then when I was in grad school, I had um, some people that worked at my internship who were like, hey, do you want to come over and play D&D? And I was like, yes, I do. Please. Very much so. (laughs) And so um, I played two games of Pathfinder with them, which is like very similar to D&D, just slightly different. Okay. Um, It's basically like company differences. Honestly, I can't tell you anything about those games because I was so anxious the whole time. (laughs) But like, I have no memory of how to play Pathfinder. But um, so we did that a couple times. And then I was getting ready. I was actually, I was running a teen social group at my old job and one of the kids had said i want to play D in this group and i was like oh okay i can i can get into that i can i can learn how to do that and we'll play that game <laughs> and then that kid nice. never showed up to the social group again so i was like okay it's like Aww. that's fine i like i had bought like the starter kit so it was fine it was like maybe 30 dollars, but, okay. but it was enough for me to be able to say okay here's what I know. And by that time I started listening to um, podcasts that had D&D and okay. like started watching some streams, things like that. Sure. Um, and so then I moved up here and we had a couple friends who were playing D&D at the time. Um, and so I like was reaching out, was trying to get involved in that. And mm-hmm. then um, David Cochran reached out to me and said, hey, do you, wanna, do you wanna play in this game? And I said, yes, very much so. And then that game was like, I, I played and I would end a session and be like, wait, we're done. I want to play for three more hours. <laughs> but, but no. <laughs> but no. And it was like a three hour session. Sure. And it was like, I want, I'm not done yet. I want yeah, more. Yeah. And so then it kind of came down to, well, no one else really has the energy to DM. And I was like, okay, then I'm going to do it. Oh, so, man. yeah, so it was, it was definitely just a thing of like me being like, okay, well, I want to do this and I guess this is the best way to get it done. So here's what I'm doing. <laughs> See, now, and you play, you have a regular game. Is it mm-hmm. every Saturday, mm-hmm. every Saturday morning? See, every I, Saturday morning. See, and I, and I understand now yeah. because after our, our session mm-hmm. on, it was on a Saturday at like seven o'clock at yeah, night. Yeah, something like that. And we didn't finish until like 10? 
10, look, 10, 10, It might have been more towards like 11, actually. It was getting late. It was very late. And I felt I, very bad. I was I was getting very tired and yeah. very, and like, I don't want to say I was unenthusiastic because I was having a sure. lot of fun, but I was yeah. just, I was, I could yeah. tell everybody yeah. was getting oh, tired. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I was, I was like, oh no, we have, like, if you guys turn down this corner, we have like three more encounters to do. So I was I trying know. to figure out how to be like, you want to go this way? You want to go this way? <laughs> just so that we could all go to bed. <laughs> So, <laughs> so that's that's why I understand. Yeah, yeah. Early morning sessions of D and D, yeah, make more sense. Yeah, so very good. I'm like I haven't been able to play it in a while, so I'm very excited to go back tomorrow because I missed a session, and then with like holidays and things, it got oh yeah, crazy, not bar, but not yeah. bar. Yeah. I know even even you know trying to you and I getting together mm-hmm. so we could do this like we it had to, took it took some planning it did it took a little planning you know uh, not as bad as, as some people that I've had on this podcast <laughs> which I'm not I'm not we're calling somebody out I'm not calling <laughs> anybody out I'm just it's life you know even yeah. me like it's yeah. it's life like it just it sucks um that's so there was a lot of there was a lot of like subtle hints that seemed yeah. to be coming at you, and a lot yeah. of there was there's plenty of interest, but it seemed like it wasn't really until sort of a not a, a false encounter, but a like a, a like a hiccup, false start, almost. a false start. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That really seemed to be like well. I invested. Yeah, I got exactly. money in it now. Exactly, put thirty dollars into a starter kit, yeah, right? <laughs> but, but yeah, it was like it, it worked out really well. Like it was a thing of I was. I saw it on, like, he had approached me or something, and I was just like, oh, no, like, I'd be into that. I would very much be into that. And then it just kind of worked out that it didn't work out, and then I knew enough to start getting into the media around it. Does it ever bother you, like, the stigma that seems to come around D&D? In what way? Like, just that it's a bunch of fucking booger eating nerds hanging around in their mom's basement fucking just jerking off and <laughs> um drinking mountain dew not really because i feel like the people that i play D with are so vastly different and so interesting and so creative that I don't even think of them like I don't even think of that stereotype when mm. people talk about D and D anymore. It's much more of the creative and hilarious shenanigans. You know, it's people wanting to make each other laugh and tell yeah. a good story and yeah. you know build these characters that have meaningful relationships with other people. And to me, it's yeah, sure, it can be people sitting in the base in their mom's basement and playing games but also okay whatever like they deserve to have fun too <laughs> like it's nothing um it's fair. but yeah i i don't know like that stereotype doesn't even really register for me anymore because i feel like what like whatever yeah like if that's what people see it as then they're missing out on an opportunity to play a game with people that could be really cool and that's so true <laughs> it is so true because you're right you're 100 percent right i mean all the people that we mm-hmm. i think we are very fortunate mm-hmm. our our group mm-hmm. and, and, um the fact that like all of us already i think it almost seemed like before before everybody was in the comedy group yeah or, or before everybody played D, we were in the comedy group yeah. so we already kind of had this like this 
we, we didn't we didn't have this need to impress. Yeah, it was like, just sort yeah. of like, oh, we're just a bunch of assholes <laughs> out to make each other laugh. Sure. You know, so then when it came to playing when it comes to playing D&D, it's just kind of like, oh, whatever, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but it is really interesting because you you still have that that really uh, that really strong investment of of wanting to tell a really good story, yeah. not just a funny one, but a a a good one. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's it's really fun. It's such a great practice for anybody who who wants to do like improv. It's so it's so improv heavy, and it's I love so it. It's so improv heavy. Yes, yes, and it's but it's it's imp- improvisational without feeling that way. Yeah, because um, when you're in it, you don't really think. Uh, you're quick to think on your feet, but you're mm-hmm. not spending so much time thinking, oh, people are watching me or whatever. You're right. just like, oh, what does my character do? How do I react? Yeah. How do I do this? Like, you're not thinking about anybody else watching you or yeah. judging you or anything else because they're all in the same fucking boat. Right. It's, it's, uh, it's just, God, it's, a, it's, it's fun. <laughs> it's fun and everybody fun. should get a chance to play. And after, after we finish and I sent you that message, yeah. like after the next day. I laughed so hard. The next, the very next day after we played that one shot, I went to fucking Jimmy Jam's, the local <laughs> comic book shop and I bought uh, the player's handbook and I bought a, a set of dice <laughs> and I did buy another pair of dice too, by the way. I'm very happy for you. We'll, we'll talk wallet. about my dice collection my, later. My wallet's not very happy with Oh, me. if you want to talk about wallets being happy about oh, dice. Oh, Jesus Christ. No. <laughs> you saw my dice collection. I saw I saw everybody's dice collection. Yeah. Those are, well, except for Taylor's. It seemed like she was rolling. She was Taylor, rolling. Taylor didn't have hers. Hers, she has some good ones. I, I imagine hers is pretty extensive too. But yeah, I saw Emily's, her, her fucking yeah. pouch of she dice. She made and, that. She made that pouch. She made that pouch? She's so impressive. That was, in, that's crazy. Yeah. Like, I see that shit on Etsy or yeah. whatever for like, yeah. oh my God. No, she, she needs she, to go into business for herself. Right, right. Jesus. She's so creative. M, get after it. <laughs> I'll fucking sponsor you on this show. Get on, get on it. Uh, but yeah, no, it was, it was really crazy. And, and uh, actually, um, because this is, this is a good, a good spot to bring this up since we're speaking of dice. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever heard the term uh, because uh, Stephen Sheehan got me the, those yeah. elder dice yeah. and they were super cool, but I kept rolling bad with them. <laughs> I just, uh, every yeah. roll was just like garbage. Yeah. And so Emily was just like, that one's going into dice jail. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's another one. So while I was rolling around on Etsy, yeah. I actually found <laughs> something you for you. What? Bubbers? For you. And it is, in fact, <gasps> Dice Jail. Holy shit, that's awesome. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so excited. It's a little Dice Jail. I have so an official one, Dice Jail now. You have an official official Dice Jail. I so anytime you it. have dice that are being mean or being They're bad, being very mean. you put them right into I fucking will. jail. Well, Thank don't feel you. so special because I actually, I bought myself one. Oh, too. good. We have matching Dice Jails now. Mine's black though. That's okay. It's so we can tell them apart. I yes. like it. <laughs> Because I'm like, that's, that's awesome. Cool. Yeah, oh, I, like, I don't have fun. one of these, so this is great. You are, Thank you. Yes, you are so welcome. I'm Thank so you. <laughs> I'm so There's like, going to be many dice in here, I can I tell you. Well, yeah, I, I just wish they were a little bit bigger. Otherwise, I would be like, this is this is gonna <laughs> they're, be my, they're all going to be my dice here. pouch yeah, you know, right? kind of thing. Right? That's fucking... I'm going to have to start using those bead cases like I have. 
I have four of them right now. Oh my. Okay, so how many dice do you have? Okay, that's a complicated question. It's not though. It is. No, it is. Um, <laughs> okay, so because okay. I don't know. Um, I have. How so, many stars are in the sky? <laughs> exactly. Um, so I have four. Like, gee, I don't even know like what size they are. I want to say they're bigger by they're bigger than eight by ten. I would say. Um, okay. But like four of cases of that and um then i have a couple empty slots in my fourth one but i just backed two kickstarters for more dice so i have at least six more sets of dice that will be arriving sometime next year so it's complicated (laughs) i did have to promise my roommate that i was no longer buying dice for the year because sometimes she likes to buy me dice for christmas (laughs) so i had to stop (laughs) She tried to buy me dice for my birthday, but I kept coming home with more dice. Oh my god! Because I kept going to the game store. <laughs> but I They're get it though. They're just pretty. They are really pretty. The and they pretty keep math them, rocks. And they, pre- they keep making them prettier. Mm-hmm. Like that was one thing I noticed too. Like I actually I bought They're gorgeous. I I bought the. The, the one that you they're, saw. Yes, they're like, so cute. They're yep. just solid, like a gray. Because yeah, like I'm a like, matte gray. Very cool. Yeah, like cool. a matte gray with like gold with gold inlay, mm-hmm. right? And Because I'm like, oh, because my, my character is a, a rock gnome. And that's cool. I'm like, oh, I'll play with those. Like, yeah, yeah it'll be fun. But then, <laughs> Good like, luck sticking with just those. <laughs> fucking Christ. It wasn't until the, the, the next time, uh, because every Tuesday, mm-hmm. my family does pizza movie night. Oh, fun. Toppers is right down the street mm-hmm. from Jimmy Jam's. Oh, so no. we order pizza, uh-huh. and then we go shoot the shit at yeah. uh, Jimmy Jam's yeah. until the pizza's done. Sure. Well, I am now looking at dice. Yeah. And uh, so, like, I got another pair and yeah. or another set, and uh, it's it's like they almost look like they're fire. <gasps> they're really cool. So cool. They're really cool. And You'll I'm have to like, show me later. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> but um, I I'm I get it now. Yeah. Yeah. Because, because even then, like the the lady that worked there, Heather, uh, she's super sweet. Yeah. She was like, oh, you should see these. These are super pretty. And like, you could see like, they looked, uh, I don't know. They're like, they they were opaque, mm-hmm. but you could see the swirls in them and oh, everything that's else. So cool. And they were like, they were like, uh, the, the clear part was just like a, a purple. Yeah. But then the, the, it kind of faded into a more, um, not as transparent, like lighter purple. Oh, cool. So yeah. Was, uh, yeah. Like, that's why, so cool. Why you got to make them so pretty? Why you gotta <laughs> Oh, bud, wait till you see the very expensive Kickstarter that I backed. Oh, I will show you balls. pictures. You're going to show me them pictures? Yeah, I'll show you pictures. Mm. Get them. Yeah. Is the Kickstarter still open? It closed. When? Uh, Or actually, no. Okay. It might still be open. For how much longer, though? Because it's Sunday. probably... Sunday. It closes on Sunday. It closes on Sunday. The 8th. Oh, because that's probably when this would air. Okay, yeah. Yeah, but Damn. it's it's Dispel Dice. Uh, no, their Kickstarter. Sunday. Sunday. Okay, yeah. So we're fine. Yeah. Never mind. Sorry, everyone. Yeah. You're out of you're, luck. You're out of luck. But it was open for over a month, and they hit their goal within less than a day, I think. Balls. They're They're at like $2 million at this point. $2 so. million For dice. For dice. Wait till you see these dice, dude. They're gorgeous. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm... I've been saving my money for a while for these dice. Okay, so you can tell me no. Yeah. But I'm curious. Mm-hmm. How much so, for one set of dice? For one set. Of nine or seven? Seven. Seven. Okay, for um, one set of seven, for how much? For their hand poured, um, 
they, I'm getting three sets and I think it's going to be like $132 total. <laughs> They're going to be my display dice. I shan't play with them. <laughs> I'm going to like somehow shadow box frame them or something. <laughs> I'm so excited. Oh my God. That's great, man. That's great. It could be drugs. It could be drugs. It could be drugs. I'm not spending money on drugs. I'm spending them on shiny math rocks. Inedible shiny math for, rocks. For young entrepreneurs that are not dealing drugs. Exactly. Exactly. They are they are contributing I'm spending to society. It, I'm spending it on art. Right you are, man. <laughs> right you are. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So... So you're doing at least at least one full campaign. Is it just the one, or are you doing several campaigns right now? Right that now. That you're DMing. Oh, that I'm DMing? Yeah. Um, I have Okay, so one, how many, ga- well, how many so games are you involved games in? Games total that I'm f- involved in right now. I have my Saturday game. Uh-huh. I have a game that meets Thursdays. Um, and then I have a game that I DM that runs, like, monthly. Okay. And then I have another game that meets, like, monthly that I'm... A player in so four games right now one four games and then i have one that's um on hold and that's the big group with our friends is currently on hiatus oh okay um but right now i'm actually only dming one regular game um i've kind of put together a group of our friends that's been like hey if anyone wants to run a one shot or if anyone's interested in playing yeah i'll like post an event in the group every so often of like hey i'm gonna run a game let me know if you can come. Yeah. Um, because that's so much easier than being like, we're going to do a campaign and everyone has to show up these consistent hours. Yeah, and that gets frustrating. It does. Um, it gets really hard, especially with people's schedules and with the holidays coming up and stuff like that. So the one shots work because I think we've we've had a couple games where three people showed up and then we had a game where like 10 people showed up. Wow. That nice. was a lot. It was a lot, but also it was really fun because everybody had such different characters sure but you know it's i i try to vary it up a lot (laughs) right on right on but yeah so um only dming one consistent game okay that's like that meets once monthly nice just based on the people does it ever does does it ever like do you prefer a preference one way or another i mean because i i I feel like you yeah i'm assuming you Mm -hmm. you prefer dming because i mean you're kind of there but it also seems like you were I, kind of thrown into that. Uh, like. Yeah, I was kind of thrown into it. I, They're different. Like with DMing, I get to like really assist telling the story. I get to not even like be in charge, but get to kind of call some shots. I get to basically be rules of the world. Okay. Um, but then as a player, I get to be really creative and I get to try new things. And sure. there's a little bit less preparation when you're a player. Because you don't have to go into a session being like, okay, here's what's going to happen. And then this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and part of that is just my own anxiety as as a DM of like always having an answer, which is bullshit. You don't need an answer for everything. <laughs> um, sometimes you just have to make stuff up on the fly. Sure. But I, I actually kind of prefer to be a player. And that's mostly just because I've had some really amazing DMs that have oh. like shown me how cool it is like to interact with a world that has been like that has stories specifically for your character and that's that's one of the things that i love about D is nice. that you know you work with a really great dm who is going to go in and say okay here's character or here's story hooks for you you gave me this background stuff so i'm gonna pull it in and we're gonna learn more about your character like my saturday game the 
the DM for that game is so creative and so amazing. Like every week, I know I'm going to learn something new about either my character or the characters that are pl that I'm playing with. And that's so much fun. And that's so exciting to me. Like every morning on Saturday when I have to wake up at, you know, 8.45 to get ready for my <laughs> nine o'clock game. It's like, it's so much fun to, to look forward to. Uh, that's, I always see... You know, <laughs> you or or uh, our friend Cat. Yeah. Uh, anybody who's just like, I'm so hungover. <laughs> yeah, we tweet about I, our game a lot. But I cannot wait to do D and D. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's it's like the one. It's like the one thing keeping mm -hmm. you guys moving. In it's the, morning. the only thing that gets me up on Saturday mornings. <laughs> on the days that I don't have a game, I just lay in bed and play Pokemon for hours. So it's really just healthy for me to get up. <laughs> See D and D saving people. It's fine. Keeping it's you social. Great. It's great. It's all good. Yeah, it's it does keep me social sometimes. <laughs> That's great, man. Jeez. Holy shit. So, um, how difficult is it? Because uh, you were saying that you had actually, you've written a one shot. Yeah. How difficult, how much time, and what do you have to do to prepare yourself to actually do something like that? Well, for one shot, the big thing is coming up with like a story prefer, like idea. Okay. So you come up, you come up with um, a premise, basically, like you know where where is this taking place? Mm -hmm. Like, what do do the people need to know anything? What's what's going to be the general storyline? Sure. Um, and so that typically for me isn't that difficult. That's the easy part for me. I'll come up with story ideas all the time. Um, then you have to find out like how many people are playing because then you're going to scale the monsters to figure out like, Got okay, it. how tough can I make this? Or do I need to even myself bring in a character so that the group is going to be okay? Okay. Um, which I had to do last time I ran this one shot, which was fine. Like it was totally fine. Um, but then it's kind of figuring out, okay, well, what, what are the story hooks that we can throw in? What are the things that are going to make people want to, you know, follow along with this adventure, but then also continue to find it interesting. Sure. Um, so with this one, the one that I'm going to be running for you next time is going to be a little more of a comedy one. It's going to be a little sillier. Oh no. Um, I'm very excited about <laughs> it because it was one that I ran with a couple friends and, um, one of them basically made um, Scooby-Doo and Shaggy as characters. Well, I think I heard about I this. I may have said something to you about I, it. I think you may. But, somebody um, told me something about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It, it was very cool. Um, he, like, because there's, there's a class that you can take that's Ranger, and then you can have, like, a a beast with you. So he made Scooby-Doo oh, the, the beast. Christ. And it was just hilarious because every time I'd be like, because I was playing the game online. I, I play my Saturday mornings, my Thursday games are all online. Oh, wow. Okay. And so um, I was like looking at the map that I had put together of like yeah. how they're going to get to where they need to go. And this stupid little picture of Shaggy was on the screen <laughs> with Scooby-Doo. And I was just like, oh, God. What have I done? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was very much... And like with those kind of games, you just kind of have to shrug and say, that sounds like a great idea. Let's do that. Like, because he messaged me before. He was like, is it okay if I do this? And I was like, no, yeah, I love that. Please do it. That's amazing. <laughs> so it's like... 
this game is going to be much more about like, we're just going to have fun. We're going to have like, we're not going to get serious about this. This one's just going to be giggles and fun and cool. kind of like cool. figuring out different things because D&D can be very serious. It can be very yeah. like dark world, very like um, hard, very gritty, that kind mm -hmm. of stuff. But it can also be ridiculous and it can also be goofy. Mm -hmm. And like, it's it's a game that can kind of, bridge a lot of gaps and and be whatever you want it to be it like and it's really just that trust between the player and the dm to say hey i'm gonna do some weird shit do you want to play with me <laughs> you know cool, like cool. because the rules are only rules if you if you want them to be oh you sure. know we could you know totally just tell a story and only roll dice when i tell you to it kind of so, seems like the world's yeah, your oyster. Exactly, that. exactly. You know, I think that there are people who stick really heavily to the rules, and that can be a really fun game sometimes. Sure. But then there's other times when it's like, let's just tell a story together. And if yeah. you tell me you're going to do something that seems unimaginable, I'll make you roll, and we'll see how it goes. Sure. But, you know, it's it, it really is the world's your oyster. Yeah. And that's really cool. Now, me joining Twitter, um, yeah. however many, a few years ago, yeah. I, I got... Well, even before then, I think it was on fa either Facebook or Twitter. One mm -hmm. of one of the fucking two. <laughs> I saw I saw the. Uh, I, I didn't understand all the hype behind yeah. Critical Role. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Didn't understand it. Okay, yep. I'm yep. like, okay, cool. Yeah, I'm sure. like any any sort of nerd culture. I'm all about. It. I'm yeah. like, yeah, you guys do you. I don't understand it, but neato. I support it. Yeah. And then they they were doing their their Kickstarter for the uh, the animated series. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. Wait, about what though? Their TNT like, game, my dude. I know, I know, and I didn't understand it. I didn't understand it. Yeah. I'm like, what's yep. uh, what? Okay, cool. Yeah, but, and then like fucking skyrocketed. Mm -hmm. They got so much support, mm -hmm. and I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. And it's not in, again. It's not until now that mm -hmm. I understand like that would be really fucking interesting, right? Yeah. Because even after even after we played our game, I'm like, I really want to draw my character. Yes, absolutely. And I tried. Yeah. I tried. Yeah. I, 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 oh, tell, oh. tell me about that. Okay. What? Well, <laughs> is it? So again, he's, he's a rock gnome. Yes. Um, he's a rock gnome monk, mm -hmm. uh, character, um, who is a, also a drunken master. Now I wanted him like sitting, you know, kind of like, yeah, like sure. spread. Yeah. Like, like, like this, that, definitely. But like, or, or like more like this. Sure. So he's but then pointing like, at somebody. So he's pointing and he's laughing. Yes. And he's got a flask in this hand. Great. So I he's love like, it. ah. So I tried drawing it, and yep. I got, I got the the basic figure of the body mm -hmm. and everything else. But it wasn't until I got to like his mouth, mm -hmm. I got the basic figure of the head. Yeah. And I got to the mouth, and I'm like, nope. <laughs> no, 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 Bubber, nope, Mike, you cannot. And I just threw it away. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no. But it. Why? But it was garbage. It was. What, it was what is that? Like, but, come on, man. No, 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 no. Hear, hear me out. Hear me out. <laughs> okay. It. I I know exactly how I want it to look. Yeah. And it wasn't how I wanted okay, it to look. Okay, fair enough. So fair I, enough. I tossed it. That's not to say that at some point I hope to revisit it yes, because I would actually really like to, but okay. I feel like I need, it's, it's one of those practices where like, I actually used mm -hmm. to be really, yeah, fairly competent at drawing. Right. Yeah. Um, but I haven't, I, that was literally the first time I had drawn mm. 
in years. Oh years. my gosh, I'm so excited years. that 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 helped spark your creativity. And, and that's exactly it. Is that this game? What the fuck, man? Yeah. I feel, I feel yeah. fucked up from this because, like, <laughs> even when we were done, like, I, you know, I did the mm-hmm. did the side quest. I'm like, oh, apparently my podcast needs another stupid thing for me to, <laughs> to, to fucking yammer on about. Yeah, <laughs> just by myself, not even with another interesting person. It's just me. It was very interesting. I I had a good time listening to oh, it. Well, good. Thank I would, you. Like, it definitely helped me because I always get, like, those jitters the next day of, like, did everyone have fun or did I fuck it up? Oh, my God. But, had, like, listening to that was like, no, okay, he did have fun. That's good. That was oh, the whole I point. Had, I had <laughs> so much fun. Good. <laughs> I had so much fun. And I cannot wait to yes. do it again. I yes. cannot wait. Good. Um, But, fuck, it, this, is, this episode's not about me and my shitty drawing habits. <laughs> um, so... This is very clearly just a hobby, but do you ever imagine it being like more? I mean, do you ever do you ever kind of hope to to see it? Do you, do you ever uh, see it expanding into another medium at all? Or, um, or has it has it spawned? Has it done anything like that for you? Where you're like, I need to draw, or I oh, need to. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um. Yeah. Like I, what? Like what? Like so. Actually, with drawing, um, I. I have made a lot of new friends through this game. Okay. And one of them, well, actually, a couple of them are, like, amazing artists. And so I've commissioned a couple drawings of various characters that I have. Um, And when you send out this podcast, I will retweet it with a link of uh, to their their Twitter profile. Please do. But, um, yeah, and then... I was watching, actually, Critical Role has a YouTube channel, and one of the shows that they do is called um, uh, Pub Draw. And so they have an artist come on and teach you how to draw your D&D character. And so that's kind of how I learned how to work on features and how to get better at, like, drawing and all this other stuff. Oh, my goodness. So I have been like using drawing as both like my personal mental health coping mechanisms and then also like when i'm creating a new character i will take time and and draw them out and kind of like figure out what they look like and things like that so that's yeah it's so much fun it's really cool um it's really fun to kind of watch and like draw along and they'll do they do like the examples they use are all different critical role characters, but like if you're just watching and drawing along, you can kind of like make your own characters as you're going, things like that. Sure. Um, but it's it's so much fun, and like that sparked a lot of interest for me, um, just kind of creating in that way. And then um, I follow I follow a couple of people on Twitter who use D and D as a social group tool, and I'm okay. I'm a therapist, um, so I work with kids and teens in a lot of times just teaching them social skills and D and D teaches a lot of very cool, different social skills Yeah, because it's all about teamwork. It's all about interacting and it's yeah. all about um, like practicing scripts, which yeah. is so cool. And so I follow these accounts on Twitter where they're talking about like being able to use D and D as this therapeutic tool. And so that's something that's been kind of bouncing around in my brain of like figuring out how I can use that in my job. So like it could even like, I could even be able to kind of bring that in as, as a piece in my work. So I'm really excited about that. Holy shit. Awesome. That's really, how cool, man. (laughs) Right. It's so cool. You're able to take one of your passions and, and help and help, Build it into and, and really intertwine it into yeah. your career. Yeah, yeah. I'm 
I'm really excited. It's been something that's been bouncing around in my head for a while. Have so. you have you been able to implement it yet, or like, not have you quite? Kinda, it's no? it's it's something where like unfortunately, you know, there are avenues that I have to go down and like oh. write up my group process and all this other stuff. Like a lot of like work things, but like the idea is there, and I think that's the piece yeah. that was going to be like the hardest i suppose you can't um, really when it comes to something like counseling it's not yeah. one of those things where you can just kind of like off the cuff be yeah. like i'm gonna do this thing. yeah it's exactly like, eh. i have to i have to put in some thought because um i have to figure out if my job will even like use it because pretty sure we'd have to figure out how to you know Right. bill for it and things uh. like that which is so annoying when we talk about it but it's part of the realities of the job oh my god could you imagine you just setting up D sessions and just being like this is therapy i mean in Pay some me ways money. it is in some ways it is in some ways like you can really fight your demons you can really yeah gain gain confidence gain power yeah, like absolutely i mean i see it it yeah. would it would be a conversation but i i feel like i can make that argument <laughs> Well, and I feel like what what really helps with this is when you're able to step outside yourself. Exactly. When, when you as a person are able to recognize that you are outside of yourself yeah. and you can make these decisions mm-hmm. outside of yourself, but it's still you making these decisions. Yeah. It's And it turns out okay. Yeah. Like, you're yeah. going to be okay. Things yeah. are going to be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's just a skeleton with a sword trying to chop your head off, but it's fine. Yeah, and if we start to get anxious, we can take a step back and say, "Okay, look, we're still sitting in Bubber's attic, and that's okay." Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go get a drink of water. We're gonna come back, and everything's gonna be fine. It's all good, homie. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a great game for trying things and for experimenting. Like the only reason that I am so confident with that accent that I used, I think I used like a Scottish accent or something. You did. I did. Um, the only reason that I'm so confident with that is because I was practicing practicing it for a character. Uh-huh. So I'd turn on that character's playlist and then like just repeat phrases in a Scottish accent on my drive home because I have a two hour commute every day. Mm-hmm. So I have to do something. Mm-hmm. So I will like sit and do different character voices and <laughs> practice for my different characters <laughs> because I have have a character who has an irish accent i have a character with a scottish accent i have a character with like more of like a russian accent and it's just kind of like figuring out like what fits where and so it's fun <laughs> and to anybody if they've listened to my side quest on, on the dnd <laughs> i touch you on jumped that. you jumped into that scottish accent real fast i was I very did. excited i did uh, well, i was, was very excited about it it was so ridiculous because it's just like it was the first thing that you did that mm-hmm. i heard you do it, yeah. it was like it was like it's like boom, the first character voice yeah, yeah it's like boom that's when this started and mm-hmm. i'm like oh okay 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 and then like i'm still just trying to absorb everything yeah. and figure everything out and then all of a sudden yeah it came to me and i'm like i guess i'm scottish <laughs> yeah but the cool thing about that is then you made a comment of like oh i didn't even think about what he looks like so it was clearly yeah. just like a very in the moment like no this is what this is who he is and that's what's so cool about yeah. this game is that you can have a million things planned out and you're still gonna get something thrown at you that you're like i don't know how he'd react so i guess i'm gonna try this one yeah and man. that's and it's so cool <laughs> so it was like the fact that you like jumped on that you're like nope that's his accent i was like that's so cool we're building character <laughs> I, I had no idea i was just like yeah, i'm just doing this now yeah i have i 
there was one time I was running a game and I started doing an Irish accent for like a shopkeep or something. And um, our friend, my friend Molly was just like, had such a hard time staying out of that accent. Oh, <laughs> and sure. it was oh, the I bet. funniest I thing. <laughs> but it's like, I, it's so cool because like, I don't like, not to get like too like into my stuff, but like when oh, we're fine. like when we're at like live practice or like mm-hmm. you know reading new sketches or things like that, I always have like such this such this piece of anxiety of like I'm not gonna try new character voices, I'm not gonna do all this stuff. But then the minute I get behind a DM screen or I have a character sheet in front of me, I'm like, no, I got this. I'm just gonna do this crazy character voice. Really? It's gonna be great. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Oh, yeah. crazy. It's so weird. Yep. Oh, pitter patter, get yeah, at her! Right, Come right. on now! <laughs> oh my gosh, because it was it was so great. Like you, it, like, and it, yeah. and it really showed your confidence too. <laughs> like behind that, like, oh my god, I, I yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it was it was so much fun. Yeah, it was so much fun. It was, and I'm I'm so glad that that you're doing it and you're you're clearly just so well immersed in it. so, <laughs> so well immersed. immersed so oh my immersed goodness. no but it's it's great it's great yeah what advice do you have for people either a just curious or just getting into the game or uh any dms any people curious about about being a dm for a game um so i think if you're just getting into it what i would say is see if you can find um, some media that speaks to you. Um, That was a big piece that helped me kind of really figure out how I wanted to play the game, how I wanted to interact with the game. Um, well, if I can interrupt, yeah, what, what was what was that medium? So for for me, the big the big one that was like, oh, this is a game for me was the Adventure Zone. It's a podcast by the McElroy brothers, and the first season that they do is it's called their Balance Arc, and it's a D and D game. Um, so that was okay. a really wonderful one. Um, if you go on Twitch, which is like a video game streaming yep. service, um, they have a lot of different games. Um, one channel that I particularly like is called Welcome to the Party. They have different tabletop role-playing games. I think almost every night they play different campaigns, different games, wow. uh, like every night. And so it's different people running it, different people playing, Okay, but you get a really great view of different types of games because D isn't the only really awesome way to play and role play and engage with people um but that's a really wonderful resource um for people who want to try out dming what i would say is find a group of friends who just want to have fun because you get up there if whether you decide to go online and f- like google one shots for you know, level one characters or whatever, or if you decide, no, I'm going to write something, it's, it's going to be fun. That's the point. Your friends are there to have fun. And no matter how much you are sitting there being worried about it, they are still going to have fun. They are there to hear a story and they're not going to be picky about how you tell it. Clearly not, because that was not (laughs) at all the case when we... When we were playing. Yeah, good. We were not picky about the story. We were just like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> Someone's oh. telling me a story. Oh. Yeah. It's it's tied to almost an ancient Egypt type yes, shit. Yes, it was. Neat. Yes. Cool. Yes. What I should say is that um, One Shot was published by um, Frog God Press and uh, I forget the name of, oh, it's it was called A Little Knowledge. That's what I should say. 
that's that was the title of the, the one title shot? of the one shot was a little okay. knowledge and it was uh published by frog god press okay so yeah it was... i did buy it so oh, i'm nice. able to use it and talk about it but sure. still <laughs> i felt like i should throw that out there you didn't pirate it i did good not pirate you. it good on you you know i felt bad <laughs> no i got it in a humble bundle of like a million different one shots so it's like oh, really? this is perfect yeah so like you can just go out and just buy it oh, like absolutely. a whole bunch of these oh absolutely awesome yeah i mean you can go to like your game store probably has like campaign books Holy so shit. you can just go and buy a campaign in a book and you'll have to do some research you'll have to do some like background storytelling okay but that's the one campaign that i'm running right now i'm running um princes of the apocalypse with a bunch of our um lady friends okay and it's all out of a book awesome so, yeah so it's a lot less work for me but at the same time i get to do some creative stuff that's so, fun yeah, Holy yeah shit. it's fun it's a good time <laughs> okay so any any before because we should probably start wrapping this mm, up mm-hmm. um any last bits of advice uh that you is there anything that um you coming into D or dming um that nobody told you that you really wish somebody would have Hmm. I think it's really important to remember that D&D is still a team sport. I think some people come into the game thinking it's an individual game mm-hmm. and it's a team sport. You all want to work together. You all want to be able to tell the story together. Um, and when we have that in mind, you're going to be able to tell a really great story together rather than my character is going to have a really cool story. And I think that message gets lost a lot. But the game is all about teamwork. The game is all about having fun together. You know, we want we want to be able to include everybody and everybody have a good time. So especially within like the D&D community right now, there's a lot of um, discussion about like racism and colonization and things like that. And so right now, I think it is very important for people at the table to listen and say, okay, if you're having an issue with this, let's figure out how to make it more comfortable for everybody. You okay. know, because there are people out there who might not be comfortable in a game with different types of situations. Sure. Um, you know, if like there's particular types of violence or things like that. Uh-huh. Um, and so it's always it's always important to check in and like make sure that you're playing you're playing a team game, making sure that everybody's having a good time. Sure. Because that's that's the big thing. We're all here to have fun. I could see where that could kind of get away. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where, yeah. where, you know, if you just kind of stop and say, now is, is everybody, everybody good? Yeah. Like just sort of a, a quick snap back to reality. Absolutely. Like, We're still in the game. And yeah. We can stop at any time. Yeah. My Saturday game gets so intense sometimes. Really? And we have to stop and like take a step back every so often and say like, how's everybody doing? Do we need to like have basically a group session of just like, let's talk about what's happened. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah. The, there's some real world stakes in there that like get really real, especially when you've been playing a character. Gosh, we've been playing for over a year now. So the same game, the same game, the Saturday. Yep. Yep. The Saturday game we've been playing for over a year now. Oh my word. And so it's a thing of every so often having to take a step back and saying like, is everybody okay? Both your character and you yourself. Cause things get intense. I bet. Especially when you're, you know, building characters that know each other so well and people dying and you know, all this other stuff you have to check in and you have to make sure everybody's okay and that's so important do you feel like you as a therapist counselor yeah kind of makes you a better dm 
<laughs> like honestly, um, like, I, truly. That's because, a good. Like no, that's a good question. Um, she takes a drink. I'm mm-hmm, gonna take a drink. Mm-hmm. Too. <laughs> I take a drink. Um, I don't. I honestly don't think so. No, because I think while like empathy and being able to somewhat read people is a very useful skill as a DM. Yeah. It's also not something that's only for therapists. I think um, it is important that you know your players. It is important that you're able to kind of recognize like, oh, hey, this is something that my player would really like or this is something that I know would touch some stuff that they don't want to touch. Okay. Um, But I I don't think that you have to have certain skills to be a DM. Okay. I think as long as you recognize, oh, I need to talk to my players every so often if they're good. Sure. Um, it's okay. You know, I think Fair. I think everybody should give a spin at DMing because it it teaches you a lot more about the game and it also teaches you like to kind of take a step back and see how the game works in a very different way, which is very cool. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Fun. Okay. Yeah. So Anything else you want to add then before we really start to kind of... Before we finally wrap up? <laughs> before we finally wrap up. Uh, um, yeah. I don't think so. Just if if you're interested in this stuff, check out some check out some games online. Um, I use a website called Roll20, which is really awesome. It can, like, you can find different games on there. Even if D&D is not your thing, they have lots and lots of different games, or if even D&D 5e is not your thing. Because I play 5e, I've never played another edition. Fifth edition. Fifth edition, 5e, fifth edition. Yep, you got it, I'm so proud of you. Um, I'm getting but, there. But like, you know, reach out. If you're interested, you can find games that are open to new players, or go to your local game shop, because they probably have games that run, and you can probably get in, or at least watch a game. And it, it's it's almost hard not to run into some sort of media. It's true. It's, true. it's all over the place now. If you're on Twitter, if you're mm-hmm. on Facebook, if you're on any sort of social media, YouTube, whatever. Because, I mean, Critical Role, I mm-hmm. believe they started YouTubing their sessions. And oh, that's yeah. How, it's, that's how it got yeah, it's on, so big. Yeah, it's it was on Twitch and it's on YouTube now and now it's like a podcast. And so, like, yeah. actually, I was listening to that on my way on nice. my drive up, to be nice. completely honest. Again. I'm so far behind. Hell yeah. No, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Well, cool. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, we're well, right. Before we go, yeah. Same thing I do with every podcast. The more you know. <laughs> Is there anything that you have come across in the last? I don't know, however long, whether it be comic book, TV show, uh, a regular novel, mm-hmm. game, tabletop, fucking whatever. Yeah. Anything that you think that any of my listeners might enjoy, um, and that you would like to share yeah yeah um i i actually have like two things is that okay absolutely so i'm currently reading a biography about mr rogers because Mm. of course i am um (laughs) sorry he's like literally like when i am in my job when i am at work yeah mr rogers is the person who i'm emulating i try to be mr rogers when i'm in my office right on but um so i'm reading a biography about him which is wonderful and if you read that and then go see the new movie you will totally understand everything that happens in the movie nice um because that movie is so mr rogers um and then what's it called uh the name of the book it's uh it's called like 
the good neighbor or something like that. Okay. It's something very similar to that. Okay. Um, and then I want to recommend a very simple tabletop game for anyone who wants to just kind of try out a tabletop game. Okay. And this game is called Lasers and Feelings, and it is free if you Google it online. All you need is, I think, like two D6s, which are like regular dice, and it the there is one sheet of like both character creation and rules, and that's all you need to run the game. Really? And it is so much fun. It is so funny. And like you create these characters and you roll for two stats, either for lasers or for feelings. And oh my God. it is so much fun. I highly recommend it. So those are my things that I'm recommending. Why today. are we not playing that right now? Because I have not yet DM'd a game for it. And I want to, but I have to figure it out. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> we will, because I really want to play it. <laughs> but Cool. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Well, Red. God damn it. <laughs> Thank you so much for a bringing the Malort. Yeah. I, I think. Oh, I, you have some left over. Dude, I have so much left you. over. Look at that. Yeah. I took uh, it's like a sip. Yeah, you did. I know. I'm kind of a bitch. And of course, okay. you finished yours. I finished mine. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Oh, I oh, put it's it in gone. Here. Yeah. Oh, that's just me. sad. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no. Look, there's still a little, <laughs> oh, there's okay. a little nip. Yeah. There's okay. a little nip at the. Okay, yeah, I know. Fine. Wait. Don't you I'm don't going have to. to? Oh, she just had to. She <laughs> just had to. Look at that. That wasn't. It was like just enough to just wet enough her lips. to just enough to wet my whistle. Yeah. Good lord. All right. Well, anyway, Rhett, thank you first <laughs> off so much for DMing my very first game and giving me a taste of Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. I am so excited to do more. Yeah. And thank you so much for joining me in the attic today. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, it was a blast. It was so much fun. Boom. What was that? I don't know. I heard a come from downstairs. Yeah. I'm so, uh, none of our listeners are probably going to hear that, but no, it was it was kind of horrifying. Anyway, hey, thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Stay tuned, kids. I yeah. don't know what we're going to do next, but um, it should be fun too. Hey, check you later. Bye.